Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Dr. Catherine May's Blog Talk Radio Program Channel Panel. Today is Wednesday, August 27, 2014, one day after the birthday of our beloved Gabriella. There was quite the celebration yesterday on our Facebook page, initiated <laughs> by one of our administrators, Victor. We had pictures of candles for hours on end to commemorate her special day and to show our appreciation for her initiating a Healing for Ascension Tour Facebook page, which topped 12,000 members this week. Thank you, Gabriella. For tonight's program, we have, of course, Dr. Catherine May, our host and channel, and our guests are Father God and Sananda. We have a very special program indeed. This is Meg Davis, your co-host, calling in from the greater Atlanta area in Georgia, and so happy to be together tonight. Good evening, Catherine. Hi. (laughs) I bet you can hear our cat, Lily, who seems to know when we start the show every time (laughs) because she comes in, she leaps up on the bookcase and she starts talking like crazy, so... She's very funny. Anyway, she's here to add to her <laughs> to our discussion. <laughs> Apparently, she has something important to say. Let's not forget the animals, I guess. That's right. All right. Well, we have a very interesting show tonight, I'm sure. Um, let me just mute folks here on the other line. We have our... Let's, let's give a reminder. We have our um, recording that we're doing <clears throat> with a call-in conference line. So if people want to um, call back and get the recordings on their phone, they can do so. And those numbers are posted on our Facebook page. Um, they're always there when Gabriella sends out the the um, alert about the show for tonight whenever whenever she sends out the alert for a show. 
<clears throat> so, yes, speaking of Gabriella, she was smiling all day because <laughs> she said they had enough candles to start a bonfire. <laughs> and it was so delightful that people sent her, apparently it was Victor, right, who yes. who um, instigated this so that everybody sent her a candle, and it was, <laughs> it was very cute. So she got birthday wishes all day long. That was sort of fun. So we had a nice day. We went on an adventure to walk across the Hudson on the new, fairly new, um, walking bridge, which crosses the Hudson River at Poughkeepsie between, it's close to New Paltz and Poughkeepsie. So it's a lovely walk. You walk all the way across. It goes up very high because it was a railroad bridge. And instead of tearing it down, they turned it into a walking parkway. So you can literally walk across the Hudson River. It's fairly wide at that point. And, you know, go to a restaurant on the other side or we stopped for water and then made our way back but it was a nice adventure and the view of course is just wonderful so I'm, I live in the Hudson Valley and I'm a real Hudson Valley um, lover it's a special place and you know when you see the Hudson Valley painting school you can see why, because there's just something about the light here. It's so beautiful. The light on the fields and on the water, it's, it's just a very special place. So we were enjoying the sights. And then we went to the um, waterfront in Kingston as well. So we, we went up and down the Hudson River yesterday, which was a lot of fun. So that was Gabriella's birthday. <laughs> it was we really enjoyed it. So <clears throat> today, I want to bring this up because it was in the message this morning from Ra. He's, he called himself Father God, but he's been saying now, call me Ra. So, okay, I call him Ra. Um, he was saying this morning that the energies that are coming across the planet are really powerful right now. And they're changing our DNA. And boy, did we feel it today. I felt kind of, I don't know, if I, I'm sure other people had similar feelings. Um, because the three of us all sort of agreed. We felt the same kind of thing. Like... Um, I'm, you know, I'm generally pretty easygoing. It, it takes a lot to get me ruffled. But today was the kind of day where if you're in the shower and the water turns cold, you want to cry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was just ridiculous. It was like, no, I've sat down at the dinner table and said, this corn, of com- corn is too heavy, I can't lift it. <laughs> The ear of corn was too heavy. <laughs> and she just, she bumped her chin on, on a 
you know, a little fence thing and just sobbed for for about 20 minutes. Now, I know she wasn't injured, but she just was beside herself. And I had those very odd feelings, too, like just kind of off balance, grumpy, yeah, but for no reason. Happy well, at the same a, time. You know, you're feeling perfectly happy, everything's fine, yeah. and you feel grumpy. I've never yes, had that happen exactly before. That's exactly what happened. Yep, yeah, exactly you what happened too? this morning. Absolutely. I woke up this morning with no care in the world, beautiful day going in for my patients, and grumpy. And <laughs> I went, what is wrong with me? And I put on music, and it didn't help. And I pet the dogs, and it didn't help. And finally, when I got to work and was with my patients, it started to smooth over. But I was with you 100%. It's the oddest feeling. How can you be happy and grumpy at the same time? (laughs) But I'm glad to hear that you all had the same day. I was like, what is wrong? (laughs) Well, yeah. I was really happy that to be coming to this call because the idea of channeling Ra and Sananda was just delightful because they they come in and they bring their energy. So I'd be very happy to feel theirs instead of mine right now. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever adjustment or, um, you know, level of vibration we've been at it's been unhinged so maybe it it probably doesn't matter where you were before it's wherever you were you've just been disconnected and it kind of leaves you at sea but I don't know what the grumpy feeling is I don't understand what that is and I've studied the brain quite a bit but there's something going on in our brain that that ha- that's like some kind of disconnect. So I think, you know, we have to be disconnected before we can be connected to something higher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what's going on <laughs> today. But So that's four of us that we've checked with. I bet you there are others who are feeling the same thing. Perfectly happy, everything's fine, and grumpy. <laughs> That makes no That's sense about the at all. Best way to describe it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And I it's know, even funny, you know. It just feels so weird. Uh-huh. So I We've bet had you. several members of the. What? Facebook Oops. page saying the same thing about feeling upset and nauseous and some other symptoms as well. So I think we had some agreement there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, maybe Ryan Sananda will have something to say about it for us. A little reassurance, but I'd like to know, you know, something about the details of what's happening. I hope they'll let us know about that. So I don't know what they wanted to talk about, but Ron told me this morning after the message that he would like to come tonight, and then just a little while ago, um, I hear the music for the show playing, we are the world, we are the children, and then I know it's Sananda. 
so he said he wanted to come too. So he'll have something interesting to add, I'm sure. So we said um, that we would answer some questions tonight. So I think we should keep a little time at the end so we can answer a few questions if if people are really interested. I know they've been just just loading on the information. So if if probably if you have a question it's because you haven't read everything that they've written because I I have trouble even coming up with questions anymore because they've been so thorough and wide ranging. But I will tell you something more that happened this week that was pretty interesting. Um, some of you have have heard me talk about Noev, who's five now, and she's just um, just a very remarkable child. She started talking about how her other life is in the fairy world. And yesterday she was, oh, I said to Ra, I'd like to learn more about this multidimensional thing and how can we be in more places than one and how does that work and I'm getting the feel of being my higher self but multidimensional means more than that apparently that we have we can be in more than two places at once and it's a little hard to wrap your head around it but I said I really would like to know more about it so that afternoon we're driving in the car and Noev starts telling us about how sometimes she's in her car seat and then she replaces herself with an ancestor and then the real Noev is off doing something else. <laughs> so I asked her a lot of questions about it and she literally gave us a lesson on what it's like to be a multidimensional being and what she's doing. When She, she said, well, now I'm, I'm going to be late for my appointment with my friends. We were going to go dancing tonight, and, and we go to the bar, and then we go dancing. <laughs> I this is very late. <laughs> so I asked her later about, what is this bar that she goes to? And she said, oh, well, we make, she said, like, she had a, a a little tomato, you know, one of those little cherry tomatoes. And she said, well, we take one of these and I open it a little bit and I squeeze it. And we put a drop each in 13 different glasses. And that's what we, they make those things at the bar. So she has a, a juice bar in fairyland that they go to before they go dancing. (laughs) Now we have to be very careful not to laugh when she talks because she's very serious about it. And her descriptions are just astonishing. So I don't know how she does it, but... um, She's just, like, way beyond most of us. And she has a perfect understanding of, and she's very much at ease with the whole thing. 
and has just started talking about it because I started asking her questions. And before that, she would say, well, fairies are pretty shy. They don't want people to know they're around. So she doesn't talk about it. But now she's talking about it. So it's delightful, and I can't wait to hear the next episode to see where, how she manages to arrange with an ancestor. And I said, is that, is that in the same dimension or is that in another dimension? She said, it's another dimension. I don't know how she knows what other dimensions are. She's only five, and I don't know anybody else who talks to her about these things. But she describes these things to us with the vocabulary that you and I would use. And it comes out making perfect sense and a very full description of what she's experiencing. So I can't wait to hear the next episode. So if we, if I learn something new that I can pass on, I will share it. So that's something nice to look forward to. Maybe... Rara can comment about some of that, about multidimensional qualities and experience and what it all means. So, let's see. We have some nice um, testimonials from our healing show on Sunday, which I will share with everybody on Sunday. I just want to remind people we have the healing show with Sananda on Sundays, 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Oh, I guess we should also, for new people, we should also give them a little rundown. Um, My website is whoneedslight.org, and there you can find all kinds of good information. And if you sign up, on the website, you go to sign up, you will get the email messages as they come out. And at the bottom of each email message, I have put all of our references, like the Facebook page, the how to order the book, um, the visual centering. I think that's on there. Visual centering is on YouTube um, and so forth. We're collecting translations now to put on the webpage of the messages. So we're back to cataloging things and, and organizing it. So we have two versions of the French translations. We have Canadian French and we have Parisian French. Um, we're getting Spanish translations and... Hopefully, we'll be getting the Japanese ones again soon. Yeah, French from Quebec. Mm-hmm. That's Gabriella. She's she's helping with the French from Quebec one, and we have someone else in in France who's doing the other version. So it's important that we have these in in various languages. We also have Dutch. Um, and I know there's someone, I can't always keep track of all the translations, but I know there's another website that's translating it into German. So 
we're trying to kind of keep track of the translations and get the um, approval for the translators from the masters that we are that I'm channeling. They read the messages and give their approvals. So we're trying to to do that because what we don't want is for people to be translating it with Google because Google translations come out to be really awful. <laughs> so I'd rather people struggle through English than to try to struggle through the the translations that Google has to offer because Google just doesn't understand spiritual conversations very well. So those of you who are interested in translations, please talk to me about it, okay? All right, so let's see. We have a bunch of people calling in on our conference line, which is nice. They can um, listen in on their phone and walk around, and it leaves plenty of room. So we now have, you know, plenty of room for people to call in so our board doesn't get filled up on Blog Talk Radio. So that's kind of handy, too. All right, so are we ready? Should we check in? We are ready. <laughs> Let's check in and see what Ra has to say. I think he's going to come first. And if you hear, folks, if you hear this background noise, the sun just went down here, and the crickets and frogs and cicadas just came out, and it's such a racket here. <laughs> I'm going to have to close the the porch door because otherwise they're going to be they're going to be drowning me out. There we go. Crickets and frogs and... How does that go? Frogs and crickets and... <laughs> and grasshoppers. <laughs> Yo-ho. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to just step aside and, and let Rob bring in his wonderful, loving, powerful energy and see what he has to say. All right. I'll just let you get comfortable, Catherine, and take a nice deep breath and welcome Ra to our show. Welcome, Father God. Welcome, Ra. We're so glad you're here. Hello, dear Meg. Yes, it's always a pleasure to be here. Well, you were talking about the um, discombobulated feelings that all of you are experiencing. I might suggest that you open your hearts and open your minds with gratitude and pleasure because, ironically, the worse it feels, the more you're changing. So be aware, those of you who are feeling grumpy or unsettled today, it's because you're the ones who have opened your hearts enough and your minds to let in a big blast of this powerful energy 
that is changing your crystalline base, changing your DNA to a crystalline base. So the grumpier you feel, the better it is. Does that make you feel better? I hope so. It is a measure of the fact that you're absorbing the powerful energies from Creator. It is a blessing. As long as you don't think that you're sick or there's something wrong with you, you can ride it out, embrace it, and laugh because, of course, it is funny to cry because the water temperature changes or you stubbed your toe and you had a momentary twitch and you find yourself with tears rolling down your face. <laughs> it is rather funny, of course, but it's, it's temporary. You're not going to stay in this state of flux forever, of course. It's, and this is why it's been arranged to come to you in waves. So you get one big blast and you feel unsettled and discombobulated and off balance. And then you right yourself and start to get settled again and you get everything back into place. You tuck in your shirt and comb your hair and take a deep breath and go about your business. And then you reach another plateau. And, of course, once you reach a comfortable plateau, then it's time to shift again. And this is why every so often you feel these big shifts, big changes, big energy coming through. It is the most merciful way to let you get your balance, take a breath, and feel at ease again, and then feel another uprising. And it is that. It is raising your vibration. It's lifting you, literally. So don't be upset, dear ones. You're not being punished. You're being rewarded. But there is no other way to change your physical structure than to have these moments when you feel the change. If you didn't feel it, it would mean nothing's happening. So, take a deep breath and let us help you. Let us send you loving, calming energy. And if you feel yourself off balance or feeling grumpy, just call on us. We'd be happy to send you a waterfall of soothing, loving light. It does help. Think of it as a day at the spa. We can send you healing energy to ease and help you ride it out. Of course we can. That's what we're here for. We love to help you. We love to send you the kind of 
soothing and calming energy that will help you through these difficult times. That's what we're here for. We are love, as we've told you. And since we are love, we love to express it. You know that. You love to express yourself. And the closer you get to your authentic self, the more fulfilling and pleasurable it is to express who you are. This is why we love helping you. Because it gives us a chance to express who we are. We are those who love you. Your mentors, your guides, the ones who look over you, who support you, who care for you. Through thick and thin, we're always here for you. So, let's talk about what these shifts are. Catherine asked for us to explain a bit about multidimensionality. It is difficult to grasp what that means. We appreciate that the things that are obvious to us, of course, are not obvious to you because a human brain does not work the same way. A three-dimensional brain cannot think the way a 12-dimensional being can think. So let us try to give you some descriptions that will begin to make sense to you. You know, your dear Gabriella sends pictures with each message. She searches the Internet to find the beautiful pictures from NASA, from people who've created pictures of space often, but of the wonders of looking out and seeing what goes on in the universe. And often the pictures show expansion in one form or another. The colors burst outward, suggesting an expansive, growing, lifting energy. Now, picture that by feeling it. Feel yourself expanding. And I don't mean you just ate too much for dinner. (laughs) Well, it is important to keep some humor in this, isn't it? We don't want to be too serious because however complex the scientists may have made this process of trying to understand the universe and all its wonders, the best way to understand it is by just allowing your inner vision to just let loose Be unbridled. Don't try to control what you're thinking or what you're seeing. Let me just try to paint a picture for you. Let's take what you do when you're dreaming. Now, you're there. You fall asleep in your bed. 
and then your mind goes to work. The parts of your mind that are capable of multidimensional thinking. And your mind takes off and creates a picture, a scenario, a drama. Your imagination writes a play and then you see the play being acted out on a stage that is your imagination. You are in two places at once. It feels that way, doesn't it? When you wake up from a dream, if it's a very intense one, those moments before you are truly awake, you feel as if You're not sure where you are. That's because you've just been in another dimension. Now we talk to you about being on the ships, about our meetings in the councils, our relationships with each other. We've tried to portray that for you. We've shown you when you come with us on the Arcturian ships. We've described to you how the Arcturians work, how beautifully they flow in their actions and their work together. We've given you the examples of group consciousness. When you see a flock of birds doing their, their beautiful patterns in the sky when they all fly in one direction and suddenly turn all at once and fly in the opposite direction. And not one of them ever bumps into another bird. The same with schools of fish. They are a group consciousness. They feel one another's presence. It is interesting, isn't it, to think that a fish can have a higher dimensional experience than you have as humans. The scientists are always trying to explain it as some kind of instinct, some kind of something they can pin down to a lower level than what human thinking would be. It's simply not true. It requires being tuned to a higher vibration in order to experience group consciousness. Now, if you've read the messages, you know that the group that was here in High Falls, New York, with Catherine and Gabriella, experienced several days of what they described as group consciousness. They were aware, because of the things they were doing together and some difficulties that they had and how they came to think about each other and feel each other's presence and be aware and mindful, each of every other one, and they described it for you, 
we encourage that because it's very interesting and helpful to hear other people's experiences. And we wanted to encourage you to practice that very thing in your own groups. They called it Prema Swarupa. It is a lovely thing. They established a retreat over the beautiful stone mountain here. This is not going to be the first one, the only one, I should say. All of you can take part in this. You can join with the building of the group consciousness that they're working on. When they talk with one another, when they raise their vibration and keep the um, the constant flow of high vibration conversation on their Facebook page. This is the attempt to use modern technology to reach out, to be with one another. We encourage this. Of course it's helpful. The Internet has been a wonderful thing in helping to make contact all over the globe. And now people of like mind can truly touch one another's hearts. And when you offer an observation, an experience, when you talk truly about what you feel and what you experience and you share it with others, you help to create that sense of a group consciousness. That is what all of you can be thinking about and working on now. So, this brings us back to the conversation about multidimensionality. Now, I'll bet you didn't think about it that way. That being a member of a group consciousness is being in another dimension. You see, dimensions are not places, per se. That's very hard for you to grasp, we know, because you're used to thinking in terms of time and space, past and future, here and there, up and down, None of it fits those particular ways of describing. Being a group consciousness means you are in your chair, in your home, and also with the other person you care about or you think about. Yes, when you think about another person You focus your attention and your feelings to connect with that other person. You are in two places at once. And when your group, as they experienced um, a few weeks ago, when your group is 12 and you think about the group and you picture each person 
and you focus intently, feel the love and the connection with each one, you are in 12 places at once. Now that, dear ones, is multidimensionality. Not what you thought, is it? But you can feel it. Think about your best friend. Picture them. It might be your partner. It might be a sibling. It might be a parent. Think of someone you're close to and feel their presence. You can almost touch them, can't you? You can almost feel their presence, their how their skin feels when you touch them. Their aura, their energy. That connection is group consciousness. Now add another one. This is how families are with each other when they're loving, when they're really connected with one another. You develop a group consciousness that is what you call your family. It's a lovely thing when families work well together and they're able to keep that connection, that loving connection, one with another. It is a rare thing. And everyone wants to feel it, of course. So, that's a little bit of what you can think of as multidimensionality. There are many other possibilities that have to do with past lives, experiencing your connection to your higher self. While you experience your connection to your group. So you see, you can be on several planes in several dimensions all at the same time. Now, you can multiply that by any number of experiences, any number of possibilities. And that is what we experience, an infinite possibility of multidimensional connections. And this is why it is possible for me to tell you that I can attend to you, I can be interested in you, I can be with you. All of you. Without any strain without any difficulty. Because once you are in higher dimensions, your expansiveness increases. You're able to bilocate, as we call it, 
or multi-locate effortlessly. Now you're learning it from the bottom up. And that's a very good thing. You're learning to, well, you might think of it as climbing the ladder. You're learning to climb the ladder to higher dimensions, to reach, to expand your consciousness, to meet ours. This is what we've meant by ascension. It's what we've meant by raising your vibration. The more you're conscious of it, the more you practice it, the better you get at it. Like anything else, it does take practice. So don't feel you should suddenly be hit by a bolt of lightning and and everything will suddenly be clear to you. This is a gradual process of expanding, growing, Allowing. It's not that you have to learn to do this. It's that you have to learn to let go of the old ways of thinking. So you see, as we've been talking, I asked you before we started to suspend your thinking and just follow me and picture what I was describing, and you did it, didn't you? So there you are. You already know how to do it. Now you just need to remember and practice. The practice is what keeps the doors open. You know, it helps you to not be distracted or discouraged, especially when you run into someone who's supposed to be close to you and and they say something like, are you still doing that? Well, it's time, dear ones, it's time for you to be the ones to smile or laugh and just say, you bet I am, and when are you going to try it too? (laughs) Or aren't you curious about what I'm learning? And let them pretend not to be. Anything you can do to plant a seed or to pique their curiosity, do so. Don't be afraid. After all, you know, when things start to roll out and everything changes, they're all going to turn to you and say, "Um, do you think you could fill me in on what you know about all this? you will be the leaders. You will be the ones who will help to calm everyone, who will help to explain what's happening, and who will ease people's minds because they're going to be feeling what you're feeling right now. And you can tell them what I'm telling you now. It's okay. It's part of the wonderful process that all of us took part in planning. And so, hooray, it is happening. And I don't want to hear any of you saying ever again, nothing's happened 
You keep promising us things and nothing happens. Well, dear ones, this is something happening, isn't it? Something is really happening. And you will begin to see the evidence of it all around you. Just keep your eyes open. When you, when your grumpiness subsides, you can be sure that the same is happening with others and that they will find a way to experience something new. They may not be exactly where you are now, but you're going to see it happening. You're going to see people becoming more and more curious. And that's something to look forward to, isn't it? And so I wish you happy ascension. Just breathe. Absorb the love we're sending you. Call on your favorite angel or guide. Ask them to come close to you. Ask them to give you a hug. Ask them to soothe your raw nerves and help you to ride this out. We're happy to do it for you. Because we love you. It's as simple as that. We love you. And we want to help. And now I will turn this back to our beloved Meg. And we want to save some time for questions. Now you should probably be aware that when we have new things coming up. We usually talk to Catherine about it as she goes through her day. We check in with her several times a day to give her updates and to explain things as they're happening. She asks us to do that, and we're happy to. So often, when you have questions, probably we'll have the answer because we've already given it to her. And so... I hear someone on the line, and I think it's our Meg. Yes, Father God, it is I. Hello, Meg. Hello. And I will say farewell for now and turn the line over to you again. And when you're ready, we'll step aside and let Sananda come. Farewell, everyone. Thank you so much, Father God. We enjoyed your message so much. Well, that felt good. It did. Grumpy no more. No more. (laughs) It was lovely how he explained that. It was very helpful talking about the multidimensionality and just talking about picturing... just a beloved friend or a family member and sensing them and that's group consciousness and then picturing your family 
picturing another group you're with and you're in 12 places. I'm like, oh my gosh, that was easy. <laughs> so it was, it was very helpful. So Yeah, who thought? It was so simple. <laughs> we, we're doing it all the time. <laughs> There's nothing else to do. Just recognize that we've been doing it all along and Maybe and just do it more, right? <laughs> exactly. Intend it more. Oh, thank you, Father God. That was lovely. Hmm. Yeah, that was very helpful. Makes you feel a lot smarter, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was really nice. Um. I hope that we're still okay on the um, start meeting call. I just noticed that all of a sudden the list of names disappeared, and I'm not sure why that happened. I hope we're still, I hope it didn't drop people off, but it may be that something just sort of disappeared when I wasn't looking. (laughs) Technology seems to have a life of its own these days. So I, if, if that did happen, I apologize to folks, but I don't see anybody calling back in. So we'll see. Let me know, everybody, if you had a problem, and we'll see what we can do to fix it. So I know we have Sananda online here waiting to talk to us and then afterwards um, if there are any questions we'll we'll answer a few questions but let's see if Sananda can answer all our questions before they even come up he seems to be pretty good at that lately <laughs> <laughs> all right so <clears throat> I'll just uh, oh before we go on I want to make I want to mention Meg has been doing these wonderful presentations on the Sunday calls for anyone who has missed it this was really groundbreaking she did a call a couple of weeks ago where she gave us a whole description and explanation about nutrition and why what we're eating is so important. And I know that on the spot there were hundreds of people. I mean, I got dozens of emails from people thanking us and saying, oh, my gosh, I am changing my life. I've lived this way too long, and now I understand why my sugar levels are bouncing all around, why I've been sick, why I don't feel great, why, you know, things ache and so forth, and why I'm even getting colds. Your talk about what we need and what our bodies can tolerate was so interesting and so informative. So anyone who hasn't heard the um, the healing calls, the Sunday healing calls, 
I really recommend that you go back and listen to it. Um, can you tell us, Meg, what the date was of the call when you talked about um, the first time that you gave uh-huh. the nutrition Yes, it was August 17th. Oh, good. August 17th. Mm -hmm. I did the blood sugar and nutrition, and then on the 24th, we did a subcategory under that for heart health. So the 17th was the bigger talk, and then the heart health was on August 24th. But the 17th was the, the bigger call. Great. So anybody who hasn't heard that Sunday, August 17th call, I really recommend that you go back and look it up, and it's going to change your life. I guarantee it. And I'm hearing now from people all week long about how they're feeling better, things are starting to change for them, back problems getting better, illnesses subsiding, so it's really, it was really a gift, Meg. Thank you. Mm. And the way you've described it was so thorough and so simple and so inspiring. It just really, it helped a great deal. So I cannot recommend that enough for people. So that was a little sidebar. I think Sananda may have had something to do with reminding me to talk about that because I felt his presence and then all of a sudden I felt like, oh, i got to talk about that. have to remind people, make sure, and even if you did hear it once, go back and listen to it again and listen to both of them. Oh, the, the talk that you gave both times was toward the beginning of the call. So people can go back and and reference it. I think we ought to take that piece out if we can. I'm sure there are people who know how to do this easily. Um, Take out that piece of the call and make it a separate recording that we could put on the website Hmm. and put on Facebook page. I don't know if Facebook will... I think someone transcribed it. Somebody transcribed it. Okay. But it would be nice if we had... um, your voice talking about it because you really did it so clearly um, and so completely. And then I'm assuming in in the future you will elaborate on things and go into more depth, right? Oh, absolutely. There's it's such a fun topic because there's um, allopathic medicine or Western medicine breaks it down into you know twenty doctors. And, right, um, and we can usually bring it back to to one, and that's what makes it so simple. For me, when I first heard this information, it was a thousand light bulbs going off. With twenty different symptoms, was really one thing, and I mm-hmm. think that's what people experience as the aha moment when, oh, it's just if the brain has blood sugar problems, it's just these symptoms. The heart has blood sugar problems, it's these symptoms. But you go to different doctors because they treat by organ or system. 
Uh-huh. It really is all one problem. It just if the liver has this issue, it looks this way. If the spleen has it, it looks this way. So that's what's so helpful to people, and what makes them feel like it's so simple is, oh, you know, I went to my ear, nose, and throat doctor, or I went to my heart doctor, I went to my gastroenterologist, but it's really one problem. You know, macular mm-hmm. degeneration and glaucoma and cataracts are one problem, as well as gastro, you know, gut problems. So I think that's what is so happening. You know, people are finally going, oh, I can just do one thing and it solves ten problems. That's lovely because normally I get sent to ten places for the same problem, and that's what feels I- nice. Is you know the they just are so confused with being sent to so many places and it's it's um, difficult for them because they get blindsided by all these words and these big words and these names of diseases that are so off-putting to them. They just feel so, they just mm-hmm. feel stupid. And it's being ridiculous. told you have something yeah. and you probably and will have it for the rest of your life. Rest of your it's life. just awful. It's just, well, it's it's very scary for people. And so I think that's why people respond so well to talks about nutrition because it just, oh, okay, I get it. This makes sense and it's just one story. And then 10 symptoms disappear when they change the blood sugar because it's all the different organ systems all responding well. So I think that's what people like about this information is and why they feel it's so simple because the other types of medicines tend to make it more complicated. So, yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, that's a really good wrap-up. Thank you. I hadn't thought of it quite that way. It's it's not ten different problems. It's the same problem, creating ten different symptoms. Exactly. So Mm -hmm. simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and people feel empowered again, and then they make a change, and they fix it, and they're like, oh, I got this. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then they're off and I never see them again, which is magic. So, <laughs> so yeah. Thank you, Catherine. Yeah. Okay. So now Sananda wants to come. <laughs> All right, wonderful. <laughs> All right, I'll give you a second to get settled and connect with our our friend and mentor, Sananda. Welcome, Sananda. Greetings, Meg. Greetings, everyone. That was very nice. Friend and mentor. I enjoy that. It's so much easier these days, isn't it, for all of you to think of us as the ones who are right here with you, right here, wanting to send you love, wanting to express our feelings toward you, wanting you to join us. Of course we do. It's what we do. It's what we love. And we are enjoying it fully to be able to talk with all of you. And now, twice a week, (laughs) it's a pleasure for me. So thank you, Meg. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Ra. You're presenting a wonderful picture for people. I'd like to 
put a bow around what you've just said. Yes, it was I who wanted you all you, to talk about this because I wanted to remind everyone to be on the Sunday call and to come to join us to experience the healing. So many people are becoming skillful at using this information. It's not just coming and letting it wash all over you and feel good, yes, but when you really take part, when you involve yourself, when you feel the passion of wanting to be healthy and strong, of feeling yourself expanding and growing, it is a very fulfilling, very wonderful experience. And then you begin to feel the group consciousness because this is what we're creating on these healing for ascension calls. For it is one and the same, healing and growing requires that you're taking responsibility for yourselves. You're, you're learning what you can do to change the things that you're not happy with, even if the things you're not happy with are an illness. It has been said, you know, that sometimes you will become ill because you have in some way accepted the illness. Now, of course, I don't mean you wanted it. Of course you didn't. Of course you didn't invite an illness. But somewhere deep in your subconscious mind, there is a place where you accept illness as a concept, as a given in life, where you accept that this is just how it is, that you live a certain number of years and you expect to feel ill and old and tired and then you die and that's sort of the way everybody thought about life. So somewhere in there, in your subconscious, in the human consciousness, is the idea that illness is a fact of life. It is not. It is not. Dear ones, it is not. And when you can lift yourselves out of that thinking to the place where you can say to yourself, this is not who I am. This illness is not who I am. This experience of pain is not who I am. This is an anomaly. It doesn't belong. It's a foreign body in my system. I demand that it be gone. Then you're on the right track. Then you're on the track to saying, this is my body. I will manage it. 
I will care for it. I will treat it with loving and tender care. And if my body rebels against the kind of food that's everywhere in your environment, if my body is sickened by it, I will not allow it. I will not take it into my mouth. I won't even pick it up. I won't buy it. I won't even look at it. If it comes in a box and it has a label with a thousand ingredients, do not buy it. Don't even think about it. You know, you can always eat an apple and be happy. Especially if it's an organic one. And this time of year, in the Northern Hemisphere, there is such abundance, such beautiful abundance. Get to know your local farmers. And if you live in the city, there are more and more places where farmers will come to, to offer a farmer's market. Go. Find the ones who are growing organic fruits and vegetables. Support them. Talk with them. Get to know them. Learn about them. Find out how they have managed to do this. It is very important to join them. They need your support. It's difficult, especially when you're starting out, when the whole world is is really weighted against organic farming in most places. You have to struggle to keep your fields pure. You have to fend off the corporations that want to plant GMO crops. It has become a courageous thing to do in some parts of the country to try to be an organic farmer. Those people need your support. They need your friendship. They need your encouragement. And above all, they need you to buy their produce. For it is far superior in nutrition. And there is there are now many practices that are being shared and taught, many innovative ways that will evolve into how you feed yourselves in the future. And so it's a time for everyone, everyone, anyone who eats should be involved in farming in one way or another, whether it's only by being interested in where your food comes from, whether you plant a few tomatoes in your backyard or on your fire escape, it is worthwhile. For all of you now, 
need to take responsibility. And when you do, you will find yourself becoming stronger, healthier, and absolutely you will feel happier. It does make you happy to take good care of yourself. You know how good it makes you feel if you have a friend who's sick and you take them some nice soup that you've made. It does make you feel happy, doesn't it? Well, why not do that for yourselves? Now, everything that you make for yourself, make sure it is the greatest luxury. And the greatest luxury for the human body is fresh, pure, clean vegetables and fruit. That is the body's great luxury. Think of it as that. Indulge your body in the finest. The finest you can buy. And it won't be all that expensive because you'll be buying something that's really worthwhile and you won't need very much of it. So you're learning, aren't you? I hope we're inspiring you. I hope you're looking forward to this. It's not a dreary thing and a punishment and a deprivation. If you can't eat those cookies that you used to love, well... Really, do you need cookies? Probably not. Do you need to eat large amounts of white bread and pasta and things like that? No, of course not. It doesn't feel good, does it, to have your body, to have your belly hanging over your belt? It feels terrible. Think of yourselves as felt. It's a nice word, isn't it? Spelt. Nimble. Quick on your feet. Light. Yes, as your DNA is changing, let's pick up where Father God left off. As your DNA is changing, your body will need different care, even better care. When you were in three dimensions, your body was getting used to, or at least found it possible to survive the poisons that were being pumped into your system from every quarter. The miracle is that you all were able to live as long as you did. But now as your bodies are changing, your DNA is coming online to create, well, how can we describe it? You'll be smarter, clearer, 
stronger, more agile, more alert, more talented. Yes, have you seen the Internet videos of the children who can sing like canaries by the time they're six or seven years old? The dancers who can perform feats that are so astonishing that it's a wonder to behold. The choreography that is so perfectly in tune and harmonious with one another that it's like watching what you were describing earlier, raw about birds or fish. Human beings are learning to do the same. You can see it. You can hear it. It's all around you. Human beings are changing. Your bodies are more flexible, stronger, more competent. Your minds more imaginative, more creative, and yes, more open to the group consciousness we've been talking about. And it is a pleasure, isn't it? People who experience it are delighted. They're filled with wonder. How did I do that? How can it be that I can be thinking about 12 people all at the same time? And what a pleasure it is. What deep, profound, satisfaction my group I belong to a group consciousness it is thrilling you see when we say we love each other this is what we mean when I think of brother Ra he is with me. He is a part of the group consciousness that we delight in, in higher dimensions. This is what you have to look forward to. It is a wonder of, of love and light and happiness. And you, across the globe, are stepping into that wonder. It is what you were promised. It is the paradise on earth. Yes, there are places, there are pockets where people are struggling against it, where they're proving themselves to be opposed to any cooperation or friendship or love. Yes, there are some holdouts. But your media likes to promote that, to exaggerate it, to make it seem 
as if it's everywhere and all at once. It is not. There are some holdouts. Now, I want to talk to you about that. It has been, traditionally, the way you have thought about these things to examine, talk about, pass on information, scrutinize, look for more to explain every destructive action, every blip on the radar screen, you might call it, to focus on it, to spread the word. Now, we are asking you not to ignore it, That is not it. But to be very careful. When you look at an event that represents darkness, that you remain in the center of who you are, in the light, with the energy shining down upon you, from creator so that when you look at an event that is that represents the cabal the way things have been you are looking at it from the distance of a higher vibration and you do not lower your vibration to go and examine and jump into it to be there in it no separate yourself raise your vibration make note of it yes we know it's there we know we have to work to to work around that to reduce it to diminish it and to eliminate it So we know what it is, and we know that the way to eliminate it is to raise our vibration. Because once everyone raises their vibration, we become invulnerable. When we are the group consciousness that controls the planet, then darkness has no place and cannot remain. Now, it sounds like a a vague sort of teaching, perhaps, to think that once everyone raises their vibration, the darkness will melt away, but it is truth. You can do this. Once you have created a flow of light and love and it surrounds these people who are making trouble they cannot succeed they cannot disrupt you and when they see that their actions are no longer held in awe or 
respected or admired or feared. They will end. Now, of course, there are those who are going to stand against them. There are those with great courage who know that sometimes you have to bring the light to them. And there are those who are doing that. And for a short time, there will still be some military skirmishes, a show of might by the nations that will cooperate, will stand against the darkness and stand firm. And then it will end. It is a wonderful time coming. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hooray, says the cat. Hallelujah. You are all going to be gloriously celebrating. Now, practice this with me. See yourselves holding firm, standing fast against the darkness that is over there. Not in your face, not in your heart, not in your mind, separate from you. Completely separate. It is not astonishing. It's old news. It is not shock and awe. It is simply bad behavior. Even the most horrific things. And I will tell you, dear ones, be aware that there are those who are staging things that look to be horrific. That are, there are many who will search the Internet to find a horrifying picture and reproduce it and say it's happening here and it's happening there and this is what they're doing. No. Don't fall for these things where they take a picture of a child and with a gun pointing at them and tell you that this is happening here and there and everywhere around the globe. It isn't. Keep your resolve. Keep your counsel. Do not spread this news the way the sensationalist media likes to do it. Know that there are some problems. Know that there are those who will need to take care of it. If you are one, go about your business and do it. But you don't need to tell the details. You don't need to sensationalize it. It's simply a job to be done. 
and we are doing it together. You have lots of help. You only need to open your mind and open your hearts and know that we are there with you and that nothing matters but love. Nothing is real but love. Now let me add a bit here. We had a request today from someone to talk about illusion. There is a New Age idea that has been taught, unfortunately, where people say things like, well, everything is an illusion. Nothing is real. Well, of course that's nonsense. The illusion that you experience behind the veil is that you're alone. The illusion is that this is all there is. The illusion is that you have only one consciousness. That there is no higher dimension, there is no higher self that you can rely on and connect with. The illusion is that there is no God or that there are no other dimensions. But where you are, who you are, is very real. You are in a real human body. You are experiencing real life events. Of course you are. If everything were an illusion, what would be the point? It would mean that life has no meaning at all. And why would you want to be here if that were the case? It's simply not true that everything is an illusion. Things are not exactly as they appear. That's what we mean when we talk about illusion. There's more to it than you can see at the moment. That makes it exciting. That makes it worth living because it means there's always more for you to experience. There's always more. And that more is what you're going to see revealed very soon. More and more. And you're going to experience it together. It is a very exciting time. And that which used to be illusion will become clear to you. So, don't believe those stories that people tell about everything being an illusion. That would be terribly depressing. And there are many other concepts that we will be discussing. You've read our work recently about forgiveness. I hope you'll study it carefully. Each week, and for a while there, it was every day, wasn't it? Every day we brought you a message that was designed to help you raise your consciousness, open your sights to understand deeper truths. Do not 
try to oversimplify or reverse what we're telling you, when you discuss it with others, be very conscious, be very aware that you must not try to say, oh, yes, I know what that's about. Uh, someone wrote 50 years about such and such ago, about such and such, and that's what they mean now. No, dear ones, we are giving you new information. We're putting it in new language for a reason. Because the old teachings, most of them, have been distorted, changed, not true. And so we're trying to revise for you. We're trying to open it up to new meanings, more sophisticated understandings, more nuanced understanding of what really is. Of course it's hard. Of course it requires patience. And most of all, it requires that you suspend coming to a conclusion too quickly. Now we talk to you about judgment as well. Another one of those concepts, that judgment is a bad thing. Well, what nonsense. How would you ever know what's dangerous and what's good for you and what isn't good for you if you don't use judgment? The idea that no one should ever judge anything or anyone ever is just ridiculous. It means you have to be stupid. And besides, it wouldn't be possible for a human being to accomplish that. Your judgment is a part of your survival mechanisms. It wouldn't be possible for you not to use it. So, use it. By all means, use your judgment. And while you're at it, make sure that you're in love when you do it. So using your judgment is not a bad thing. In fact, it's intelligence. But intelligence does not mean you're going to be judgmental and superior and arrogant. Yes, we do hope that you certainly will avoid that. Condemning another, feeling separate, expressing prejudice, racial or otherwise, feeling superior, that is very distasteful and not what we're trying to head for here. But look what happens. Have you ever heard someone say, I never judge anyone? Hmm. That does sound as if they're trying to be superior, doesn't it? So therefore, let's drop that entire dichotomy as if there's such a thing as judgment versus being judgmental. No. Use your judgment. Use your common sense and 
And then you will have no worries about being judgmental because you cannot be kind and judgmental at the same time. And kindness is really an easier concept than love because so many of you have experienced love in, in distorted forms. Love that contained elements of control or disapproval or conditions that you had to meet or things you had to prove in order to be loved. So instead, let's shift the language now for a time to talk about kindness. You know what kindness is. You know when you feel it. You know when you express it. For this week, let us be kind. Be kind in every exchange. Every single conversation. Every single encounter. And that includes encounters with yourself. Be kind. And then be kind. And then be kind again. And you will feel yourself changing. You'll feel yourself evolving. More conscious, more aware. More in tune. And that, dear ones, is ascension. And so now, I will say farewell, namaste, call on me anytime, and I'll be here next Sunday to do our healing show. And we welcome all of you to come and experience our high vibration trip to the Arcturian ship together. Farewell, everyone. I am your Sananda. Thank you, Sananda. Thank you very much for your message and being with us tonight. It's getting hmm. steel. Hmm? It's probably for a lot of reasons. It's beginning to feel mm-hmm. more friendly, more casual, more close, more intimate, more living room, fireside chat. Mm, yes. I think the more they talk about the most everyday things, the more we allow them into our everyday things. That's true, and isn't it? It's just so special. I, You know, when in Sananda's message, when he talked about vegetable oil, I just doubled over laughing. You know, I'm oh, like, yeah, the written oh message. my God, <laughs> Sananda's writing about vegetable oil. <laughs> he really is here with us every single day in the laundry room, in the kitchen, in our car. It was yeah. a riot, and I think it was very purposeful. And so oh, it was just perfect. 
so it and it might be of course be the energies it might be our group consciousness it might be the higher vibrations i think it's all of it together but i was sitting here just listening going he's really in my room with me right now talking to me and being with me and how how wonderful that feels mhm how wonderful yes Mhm. I in case people haven't read that message, it was <laughs> it was about what are you going to do with your new blessings, right? Is that the message? With your new bank account, boost that bank your new account. Bank account. You're going to go out and splurge on French fries and steak, fried <laughs> in in awful GMO things and vegetable oil. I was like, "Oh my gosh! Look at him! Look at him calling out, calling us out with our." He, he knows. He knows yes. what we're tempted by. <laughs> it's just such a different, such a different setting. It's so personal, and I think for many people, what a delightful change. But for many people, this is quite different than how mm-hmm. they grew up with holier-than-thou, lofty, hold them higher, we're, we're not worthy, we're not worthy, we're not worthy. And and to have them right up in it, in the everyday choosings to help us, is just shatters that and breaks through the ideas of separation and levels to be mm. right here with us. It's magic. It's It's just magic. Oh, that's lovely. I'm glad you I'm glad you put it that way. I feel that too. I you know, since I it's been years now since I started channeling and I was at first I was completely awed, you know. Oh my gosh, this is Father God talking to me. And oh my gosh, Sananda. But the more they talk to us, the more they encourage us the more they acknowledge how intimately they share our concerns it's just delightful mm-hmm. yeah I, I'm glad I you really meant- appreciated yeah yeah it, it's just what I'm feeling and and I know everybody is feeling something in their own way very similar just so accessible and how easy that is now to be able to say, Father God, I'm having a grumpy day. <clears throat> Please come and wash me with love and, what did he say? Soothe the endings of my nerves. Mm. I went, oh, yes. Next time, I'm calling you. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm calling you and my favorite my favorite person and your higher self and then immediately I thought of that come soothe my grumpiness and you know because sometimes I think a little bit about what's wrong with me what's wrong with me why in the world would I invite some ascended master or my higher self to come I'm grumpy and and he's like no that's exactly when you call us is when Mm. you're at your most distasteful (laughs) it was wonderful and not your fault Yes. yes. It's our fault, no, nobody's fault, but, you know, 
creator is baiting us, and it's okay, you know. Mm-hmm. And I really loved when he when Sananda said, "Use your judgment, but use it in love. Use it in love." And I got this. Oh yes, do everything in love. Pick your food in love. Greet mm-hmm. each other in love. Use your judgment in love. Be kind in love. And if we just finished, like the fortune cookie, in love, uh, <laughs> what that would mean, you know. So thank you, Sananda. That was, that was good. I, that's a wonderful thing to remember. Judge in love. Right. Right. Be intelligent. Mm-hmm. Kind. In love. Right? He was talking about kindness. Mm. That is an easier concept, really. You know people who are kind. You remember the incidents in your life when someone was kind to you? Those are easy to pinpoint because they're so profound, especially if you've, you know, like most of us, lived through some hard times and someone appears and they're suddenly really kind to you. Wow, okay, we remember that. We know how to do that. Didn't he say this week, this, all this week we're supposed to be kind? All this week. All this mm-hmm. week, uh-huh. Great. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good goal. And a good focus yeah. for our meditation. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think it was Father God who asked us to do a daily meditation to to help work with the energies as well as help them out on the higher realms to soothe it, to spread it, and to help us integrate it. So, mm-hmm. so I think we need to, to instead of um, focusing all the time on bringing in the RV, let's focus on bringing in the kindness bringing in the love, and then everything else will take care of itself. Mm. I think so. Mm. So, all right. We're approaching our closing time, and I see we don't have any questions. (laughs) I think Sananda answered all the questions. And Rod? Look at that. We have lots of callers. Um, And we're happy to see so many people on the line. And it looks like we're good. Yes. So that was delightful. I'm happy to, uh, to close the call and to welcome everyone. Oops. Somebody just put up their hand. All right, we did no. promise we did promise okay. to answer questions. So, whoops, oops, okay. here comes some more. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we'll start with um opening up area code 954 ending in 7930. Just let us know your name and where you're calling from. Hi, it's Nadine from Florida. I was just testing you, Catherine. 
so happy. Oh, good. You enjoyed the call? Oh, I enjoyed all the time. I read everything, and I was laughing at the cat. <laughs> all right. Well, it's nice to hear from you. Did you have a question? Thank you. You just want to and say hello. And thank you for the for our group. Um, the, I mean, on the internet, it's such a relief and such a good place to be. I'm there twenty four seven. Oh wow! Well, that <laughs> that's really paying attention. So the group is Healing for Ascension Tour group. Yeah, I have it, I have it. I'm always there. You're always there. Well, great. All the time. <laughs> and tell us what you what you like about it. What is it's it? It's a connection. It's a connection. It's like a school. It's a place to be. It's like you feel connected to everybody because you before you write something, somebody already say yes. Somebody already. Like it or, you know, or the answer. It's. I mean, it's con- definitely it's con- for me. It's connection. Wonderful connection. Was, that was what I we had hoped. I was so isolated. You know, I was all by myself. You know, and it was. Go- I was going really crazy. But now I'm so happy, happy, happy. <laughs> oh, that's so good to hear. And Gabrielle is here listening. She oh, is yes. just. Smiling from oh, ear to ear because that is exactly what we had hoped when we established it, that it would create a home for people who are somewhere out there in the world trying to be light workers and feeling all alone. So wonderful. And we are really connected, you know, because people from all over the world, you know, you can feel it. I mean, everybody's, it's like all one. We are all one, you know. Yes. I know. I'm there a lot, too. <laughs> and I really enjoy seeing what people are writing and what they're sharing. It's just a wonderful thing. So thanks for bringing that up. Okay, good to hear from you. <laughs> okay, Bye-bye. Thank you. And thanks, family. I love you all. Be kind. Oh, be kind, right. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> That's all right. Thank you, Nadine. All right, we're going to open up area code two three nine, ending in seven six. Oh mm. no, two three nine. That was Nadine, wasn't Okay, you say that again. Hi there. Hi. Who is calling? This is Jackie from Florida. Hi, Jackie. The show tonight, as usual, was just wonderful. I, I am drawn to each and every show and learn so much, so very much, and feel so connected with the world of spirit and with the world, the whole global uh, community. And you all bring everyone together and teach us so much. But I wanted to make a throw out a thought. Meg is just, uh, she did such an outstanding job with that. <clears throat> August 17th show on on health and nutrition. Uh, it was so simple and so beautiful. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm one of those keep it keep it simple, stupid. One of those people. <laughs> and I love it when it's so, when it's so short and clear. I was wondering, has May ever considered the possibility 
of just publishing a little pamphlet or booklet with just that information that she gave uh, that particular day and making it available to people. I'm sure people would even be willing to pay a little something for it, but it would be compact and you could carry it with you sometime or when you wanted to tell people about it, perhaps it would be there at your disposal to look at or review. You know, something with wonderful veggies on the front and just a very informal, almost like some of the old-fashioned um, um, mm. recipe books you see at, at, at flea markets and, and bazaars where they just have a fold-over page. Uh, per, anyway, I just thought it was so terribly well done and such important information and if it could just be printed up, perhaps, with a few colorful veggies on the pages, it might be something to, to think about. Anyway, it was hmm, just a That's thought. a lovely idea. Just, you know, you could, you know, it just I can visualize it. You know, a wonderful little sort of five-by-seven booklet with, with veggies in, in, interspersed and, and a happy thought here and there, but just what she said about nutrition. And I love the whole thought of all these symptoms are really have just one cause. I mean, it's simple. I've been running from doctors all my life because I never want to go to see them and have them say, oh, well, you have this, you have that, because I'm already saying, no, I don't, no, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I just thought it was wonderful. And not that, not that I'm able to achieve all of it, but it's such a great, very wonderful, clear description of just what the cause of so many diseases might be. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jackie. Okay. I, we're well, going to talk about that, Meg. We're going to talk about how we can do that. You know, Thanks. This, I mean, make it available. People, nice little present to send to people, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, get, get a wonderful little happy artist and do a few happy veggies <laughs> and then just put <laughs> Meg's uh, words into print. Anyway, I'm glad to make this suggestion. And Thanks. I just thought it was wonderful. And All Catherine, right. You well, just, we're going to take it serious about it. And thanks, Ananda, for me, too, for everything. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can. Oh, and by the way, yes. you just said, well, I'm not able to do it all. No, you are able to do it all. You haven't <laughs> quite done it yet. Yes, okay, okay. Okay, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. I'll, I'll plan an organic something or other outside my building tomorrow. All right. Thank you so much, Catherine. Bye-bye. You're bye. wonderful. Bye. <laughs> well, that's a great idea. We're going to talk about that, Meg. All right. <laughs> okay, we wonderful. have Here come a couple more. Let's see if we can... Yeah. Go okay, right. we've got two more here. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's open up area code 509, ending in 7683. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hi, this is Terry from Spokane, Washington. Hi, and Terry. I just have a Hi, I just have a question for Meg um, about the, on the group page on Facebook. She put... Uh, a link there to a nutritional chart or guide or whatever, and I tried to download that, and all I got was error, and I just wondered if she could repost that or 
close super Terry. I did have another person say the same thing. So that was part of me. Um, <laughs> oh, possibly so. Um, Amy Adams is is um, my tech guru who who put that on Facebook for me from a PDF file that I did. And she is at a conference until Saturday, so I asked her to look at that as soon as she got back in town. So um, the other idea is, have you gone to the Facebook page and then gone in the files section and found the talk in the files section of the group page? Well, well, I heard the talk. I just wanted to get any further information I could about this because I'm really new to it. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is it's on the it's on the print version. It's in the print form. I typed up the talk plus a lot of references. And on the uh-huh. Facebook page under the files you can go and find the documents that we store. Okay. And then there's another copy there. So if you can't print it from the actual post, go under the files and find the talk it's nutrition and click on that and see if you have any success. And if All you right. don't Thank you. then aim and Amy will be on it as soon as she gets back this weekend. Terry, thanks so much for the question. I think that um, was a common thing. Thank you. Um, yeah, we, my wife and I stopped with the meat as soon as Lord Sananda talked about it, and we thought we were eating healthier, but now I'm realizing that we weren't. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thanks. Yeah. Way thanks. to go. Uh, way to go. Well, thank you. Okay. Yes, thank you, so that let is. me remind people, it's Healing for Ascension Tour Group, where you'll find the files. Yes. Okay. All right, we have an, one more caller. We're opening up area code 626, ending in 4114. Welcome. Uh, hello. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> um, my name is Michelle. I'm in Colorado. Um, and I'm, Hi. Mm-hmm. Yes, I had a question. Um, now, when Samanda was talking about the farmers, one of my goals when we revalue is to donate money to the farmers. That was one of my big exciting things. Um, but um, with them, a lot of them have animals, and they sell it. And uh, what would you suggest that we could do? Because a lot of farmers that rotate their crops use the animals to make sure that the, the um, crops have the right nutrients and all that stuff, but also they um, use the animals for food as well. So I, I kind of feel, I, I, I feel confused. I'm not quite sure how, how to deal with mm-hmm. that. We've been talking about that, too. Um, last week we made a trip to... Uh, sanctuary here in the Hudson Valley. There are several of them, actually, where they take in farm animals. Um, and it's it's a really difficult problem because it's not just... I mean, the the ones you're talking about are the smallest part of the problem. The farmers who have a few animals on a, on a family farm are, are not the... The really the crux of the problem. It's the factory farms that are so dreadful, and that where there are m- literally millions of animals being hideously mistreated, 
So we need to, we're going to have to just phase that out completely. And as people start to awaken, I think it's going to happen naturally. It's like the shift to organic farming. The factory farms are just going to, one by one, go out of business because people are not going to buy what they're offering. And when that happens, it will reduce the number of animals by millions, and the ones that are being mistreated can be adopted. Um, There are sanctuaries that are trying to help. You know, in um, I went to Thailand a few years ago, and in Thailand, the animals used to, the elephants, used to be used in the timber industry. They dragged the lumber, they, you know, worked hard. And they're such smart animals, and they have made the transition to finding places for the animals to retire. And when they did that, they used the animals in different ways. They demonstrate the skills that the elephants still have, for tourists. And the elephants enjoy it. They're well cared for. Um, and they get to retire in their old age in some comfort. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to find a way to do that with our animals. Okay. So that they can retire. They won't be killed. They will be, they will live as our friends and neighbors and be cared for decently. And we can do it. We can evolve into that. If that's our goal, then that's what's going to happen. So, Um, yeah, we welcome your input and your questions and your suggestions, you know. Think about it. See what you... Um, Well, yeah, I I do know I have some encouraging news, though, by the way. uh, You have what? Some encouraging news. Uh, oh, in, in regards to the, that, uh, more specifically, is that there's the numbers as far as the Americans, at least here in America, uh, have in the past few years eaten less more less meat, um, mm-hmm. partially because it's so expensive, and and people just want to eat healthier, which is exactly kind of what you're saying and what we're doing. Um, mm-hmm. So it is happening, um, and. And the, the, I know that the farmer that spoke a couple of weeks ago that I listened to were talking about the, they're freaking out about not there being enough meat because um, a lot of the animals are dying because they're treated so poorly. Um, and um, they're going to be getting the meat from uh, other countries like China next year because a lot of them, are, it's just really it's just sad that there's just so many dying because they're just so unclean, like you were saying. That's cool. Um, but oh, and that's not food either. Because they're dying. No, because they're yeah, unhealthy. They're very too. sick, and, and and they're selling it, um, um, mm-hmm. or they're dying. <laughs> but the, the encouraging part is that um, American people are eating less meat, though, and so there's the demand isn't as much as it normally would have been, say, a few years ago, and so it is transitioning. Um, they're they're just seeing it from a meat perspective, even the small farmers, because they're so it's hard to find healthy meat because of the fat and, you know, all the research that's been done, but they don't understand having crystallized 
that's they're becoming irrelevant now. Um, right. So yeah, right. So that's it is becoming irrelevant. Yeah. So yeah, thanks yeah. for that. And so that's our vision. And okay. we will. And I will keep envisioning that. <laughs> yeah. And we all can do that. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll close your line. Thank you, Michelle, for that. Um, that's another good thing to put into our meditations to picture the world in which nobody's eating animals. They're just our friends, and we can find, you know, these these farms, huge farms where animals were tortured and butchered, can be their retirement community. <laughs> Why shouldn't they? You know, the ones that were taken there, they can grow old there and and have a nice time of it. So it can be done. We will phase it out. As more and more people awaken, our diets will change. There won't be a need anymore. And factory farms will just evaporate. And good riddance. So good questions and and information. Thanks, everybody. I think when we, you know, Michelle mentioned when the when the money comes in, people who have a whole lot, I think, who've invested a whole lot. I think this is one of the things that's going to be happening. You buy a factory farm and put it out of business. Why not? A whole bunch of us can get together and buy up the factory farms and close them. This is what's going to be happening. So there are a lot of ways we can manage this. And one by one, we can just buy up all the factory farms. Ha-ha! And there they go. Wouldn't that be a pleasure? Okay, well, there's a good vision for you. Factory farms turned into retirement communities. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay. What a pleasure. Another lovely call. Honda. Thank you, Ra. We really appreciate this. All right, here we go. I'm going to put on our music. I do love this song, and the words are so perfect. I It's probably time for some new music, but this one I'm really very fond of. So for now, here we go. We'll play We Are the World once more and say farewell to everybody and good night and see you on Sunday. Good night, everyone. Good night, Catherine. Good night, Meg.
There are people dying 